You're listening to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. For a lot of us, this Easter marks the first time we've been able to gather together with our families to celebrate this holiday in two years. So how can we make it the memorable celebration it deserves to be without breaking the bank? Award-winning food writer slash cookbook author slash New York Times columnist Melissa Clark is on the line to give us some tips. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me. Melissa, if you could start by offering us some helpful Easter meal ideas. Well, the thing about Easter is it's a celebration of springtime just as much as it's a, as it's a holiday. And so I like to keep my Easter meals on the lighter side to really think about, like, this is a season of rebirth and renewal. So I love vegetables on the table. In addition to having eggs and ham and, and lamb, all of the traditional things, the more that you can have, the, the more colorful and vegetable-focused your side dishes are. I think it's an incredibly beautiful way to serve an Easter meal. And it's also less expensive because you're saving on meat. The more side dishes you have, the less meat that you need. So it's economical as well. One of my favorite things to make is a savory bread pudding filled with vegetables like marinated artichokes. Or you could use sauteed greens that, you, you know, that are seasonal right now. And you know, people think of bread pudding as a dessert. But this bread pudding is filled with cheese and all of these vegetables. And you... Bake it until it's golden brown, and the inside is just full of cream and eggs. It is so delicious, and people go crazy for it, and it's also economical. And what are some ways that we can clear the pantry and cut food waste? Well, you know, this is springtime, and it's perfect time to do your spring pantry cleaning. If you haven't done it yet, this is the time to go into your pantry, take everything out, you know, give it a wipe down, and then look at what you have, and arrange things by expiration date. So, you know, I don't know about you, but when I go shopping and I bring my groceries home, I tend to put the newest things, I just shove them into the pantry Mm -hmm. and the newest things end up on the outside closest to where I can grab them. So this is the time of year you go through your pantry and you rearrange stuff so that the stuff that's going to expire soonest, you put right in front, right where you can grab it. And that way, you know that you're using everything in your pantry and you're not going to waste anything by, you know, that, those forgotten cans of beans or those forgotten cans of tuna all the way in the back, they're going to come into the front and so you're going to have a chance to use them before they go bad. That's really important. That's just as important as cleaning out the pantry is to reorganize it. And speaking of making trips to the grocery store with rising costs, how can we make our dollar go further? You know, whenever you, um, no matter what you're buying, if you can buy something in bulk, you're always going to save money. You know, even if you're laying out more money at the beginning, if you buy a larger quantity of something, you're going to get a better price per pound. And if you've just cleaned out your pantry, you've just cleaned out, maybe you've just cleaned out your freezer, which is also a good idea, you know, clean out that freezer. And then you're going to have room to buy things like meat, which is a lot less expensive. If you buy a family pack of chicken breasts or a family pack of pork chops, it's a lot less expensive than buying smaller quantities. And you just take the extra, put it in your freezer, and you also have the security of knowing that you have, you know, you have good food there that's waiting for you. So I would say it's more expensive up front, but you're going to save in the long run if you try to buy things in bulk. What would you say are your favorite spring recipes right now? Well, right now, I mean, we're just, we're getting, we're starting to get all of the wonderful spring greens. We're getting asparagus and, and peas are starting to come. So one of my favorite things is a pasta primavera, right? What could be more perfect for springtime than pasta primavera? We have a great recipe at nytcooking.com, which is a very classic pasta primavera with asparagus and cheese and peas. And the secret there is a little bit of lemon, too, which just brightens it up. 
I love to do that on fresh pasta, which is just so tender. And, you know, fresh pasta is made with eggs, so it's also very springy. Uh, you can either buy fresh pasta, but if you've never made it, it's really fun to make pasta at home. This is a great project, especially if you've got kids, because you really you can't mess it up. And I would highly advise it if you've never made fresh pasta and you have a, a day where you want to cook with your family, try Pasta Primavera. It's just such a fun activity for everybody. Or you can also buy fresh pasta, and that works too. I've been speaking with award-winning food writer, cookbook author, and New York Times columnist, Melissa Clark. Any last thoughts for us? Yeah, so another thing, um, NYT Cooking has so many recipes for all of your Easter needs, for all of your springtime cooking. We have a fabulous ham recipe that's glazed with honey and brown sugar. If you're not already set for your Easter dinner, you can find it at nytcooking.com. Thank you so much for talking with us today, and happy Easter. Happy Easter to you.